world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Well, Betty, i got one of your sweatshirts on today because our heater doesn't work. Still... <laughs> Still doesn't work. We're praying that this thing's going to get gone here before we have a. I don't know where y'all are living out there, but we got a blizzard. Most of, most of America has a blizzard and a cold, cold spell coming this weekend, right? And so, uh, luckily, we have a gas little gas uh, fireplace that heats upstairs. But down here in my multi million dollar studio, it's kind of chilly. So I got my Betty shirt on here. It says because I'm the coach. That's why. And uh, uh, just pray that they get the. The, the two parts come in because same thing happened to Sky High. They, we don't have any, well, it's getting taken care of. We're just praying, believing that part's coming in. And I uh, can't believe that here it is. We're this, this close to Christmas and and uh, uh, a lot of crazy, crazy stuff still going on. Tis the season to be jolly, fa la 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 la. But it's kind of hard in all of reality's sake to sit around and see everything that's going on and be, be jolly about it for sure, right? And, uh, uh, when I want to jump off real quickly here in a second, Mel, maybe you can talk a little bit about the, what's going on with the, uh, the Liberty Action Network and the event. I, we mailed our letters yesterday. I, we went out, we mailed, uh, I got my daughters, I, my, my, my whole family. We, I, we sent out eight of them yesterday, eight letters to the Supreme Court and eight letters to the Brunson brothers. And, uh, you know, we have a little bit of a discussion before we, we uh, went live here talking, talking in the huddle. Folks, uh, the depths of evil around us are just beyond what we can even really, really understand. Now, look, I'm, I'm, I'm an optimistic guy. I believe there's nothing hidden that will not be revealed. And uh, you guys know my theology. I'm not sitting here waiting for the rapture. I think there's a, I think there's a rude awakening coming, and then there's going to be a great awakening. And I believe that just because people are starting to wake up now, we're going to start getting some pushback that, that we've never, ever had before. And can we be honest? I'm talking to you. I've been doing this. So this is show number Help me out there. I got it written down somewhere. What no, show number is this, Spencer? 1787. 1787 shows. I've been singing the same song. I've been singing the same song for 1787 shows. And that song is what? Evil is flourishing because the church isn't fighting back. But everybody, if you were to put it down in a nutshell, would you say that's what this show is all about? Evil's flourishing because the church isn't involved. The church isn't doing anything. So we've sat back at least since 1947, Everson versus the Board of Education, when they told us that there was a separation between the church and state. And the government, uh, uh, the Supreme Court uh, committed a coup, a coup d'etat, when they threw Jesus Christ off the throne of America. That happened in 1947. And uh, like anything else, uh, you get the drip, 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 drip. It takes a while sometimes for a leak to show up. Well, 1947 would be almost two generations ago, two generations ago. And uh, ask yourself this, as somebody who was a baby boomer, that was most of us were baby boomers in here. The baby boomers, we get into the turbulent 60s and everything goes on in the 60s. And, and the, you know, Kennedy gets killed, tune in, turn on, drop out, uh, hate Ashbury, all, all that stuff in the 60s. And then suddenly we become adults in the 70s. We start having babies. And we still haven't figured out that the coup has taken place, that God has been thrown off of the throne and that Satan has, has put himself on the throne in the American government. Because, well, look, can't serve two masters. You either serve the good or you serve the evil. Can't be in the, there's, no, there's no demilitarized zone on the good and the evil. There's, there's no demilitarized zone on right and wrong. So what did they have to do? Everybody agrees we ought to do the right thing. So all they did was change the right thing. They changed the meaning of good and evil. And we sat around and we didn't realize what was going on because understand this, when they put a little bit of 
Just a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down, medicine go down. Medicine. And so they put a, just a little bit of poison in every aspect of American society. And it took a while for the poison to take effect. And we didn't understand it. They were very, what did JFK say? What did John F. Kennedy say? In, in, uh, and uh, not invasion, but infiltration. Um, thank you. Uh, that my brain, my brain goes dead on me sometimes, right? So they come in and they've infiltrated every area of American culture and American society, and we have people in the church who don't want to push back against that. And call, in fact, they call it the seven mountains, seven mountains, and they say that that's unbiblical. The seven mountains is unbiblical. They're not Christian. We're trying to take control of education. I, I could maybe you could put somebody could pull that up for me real quick. What the seven mountains are? I guess I'm talking to you, Spence. The seven mountains of authority that where we believe, I believe. I don't. I don't even know what the seven mountain philosophy really, really is. But I do know this: there is not one area. All power has been given unto me, both in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore, teach all nations, teach all nations, everything I've to, uh, commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always, in, even into the end of the age. So should we be teaching the uh, uh, education department? Yes. Should we be teaching the uh, entertainment? Uh, yes. Should we be teaching the government? Uh, yeah. Should we be teaching the home? Yeah. Yeah. The seven, those are the seven mountains. And people sit, come and say, that's not, you know, that's not, here it is, the seven mountains, religion, seven mountains of societal influence. Boy, I should have, I should do a whole show on this. In fact, Maybe I'll save it till tomorrow. Scroll down real quick so we can see what those seven mountains are. Religion, family, education, government, arts and entertainment, media, arts and entertainment, business. Now, I'm going to stop right there. How many of you have ever heard of the seven mountains in your Presbyterian church that you go to? Anybody raise their hand? Huh? In, in your church where you're waving flags and dancing around, has anybody ever spoken to you about the seven mountains of societal influence and how the church is not involved in any of them? And that what the enemy has done, the enemy said, listen, we are going to, the devil is a deceiver. He said, we are going to bring down America because if we can bring down America, we can bring down freedom and liberty throughout the world. So they said what? Go back to that page if you would, Spence, please. Go back to that page. He said, listen, let's infiltrate religion. Go to the next one. Let's infiltrate the family. Huh? There ain't even a family anymore. Let's infiltrate education. Let's infiltrate uh, government. Let's infiltrate media. Let's infiltrate the arts and entertainment. Let's infiltrate business. And so while the Luciferians said, let's infiltrate all those things, the church was saying what? Well, we don't mix the sacred with the secular here. We don't do politics here in our church. And so we wake up here in 2022, and we look around us and we say, what the hell happened? Well, we gave every one of these areas over, every stinking one of them. By the way, uh, Pass the Salt Ministries is named after the fact that Jesus said, we are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its savor, it becomes henceforth good for nothing except to be cast out and trodden under the foot of men. So what was the purpose of the salt? If Jesus said we were the salt of the earth, but if we uh, uh, become good for nothing, how would you know whether Christianity had become good for nothing? What would be the evidence that Christianity had become good for nothing and to be cast out and trodden under the foot of men? Well, it'd be easy. What's going on in business? Are there Christian values in business? Hmm. Are there Christian values in art and entertainment? Scroll down, Spencer. Are there Christian values being promoted in? Come on, Spence, wake up there. Wake up there. Hey, up there. Go in the bathroom or something. Are there, is there Christian influence in religion? There isn't even Christian influence in religion anymore. Is there Christian influence in the family? You see, Kirk Cameron, Kirk Cameron can't even read his Christian book in public libraries. We'll get to that in a minute. Is there Christian education? Or do you have to pull your kids out of public education? You have to pay for public education and then rescue your kids out of it because there's no Christian influence in education. And still people say, oh, we have the great, oh, my son's teacher is the great, greatest Christian. Greatest. Really? <laughs> she, she must not be saying much about her. She wouldn't keep her, her job very long. The Christian influence in government, have they pulled that out? They pulled that out of there. Oh, yeah, that's what they sure have. There's a separation between, so, this is my life. This is this is the stuff I'm talking about. 
Maybe this is why I don't have a great big old church. Okay, number five. Number five, government. Any Christian influence in government? No. Media. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of Christian influence in media, right? Bigot homophobe, you guys. Huh? Arts and entertainment, right? So you see what's going on here? You see what's going on? Now, here's what we do. We in Christianity, we look at this over, this problem, and it appears to be so overwhelming. Look, I'm going to step on your theology. Get ready. Get ready. We, we look, and it is so overwhelming, we say, oh, gosh, it's got to be the end. Jesus, come and rescue us. Because the salt's lost its savor. We've lost the inability. We don't even try to influence the culture anymore. We don't even try. How do we know if we've lost our savor or not? Here's what I think. I think good salt never loses its savor. And I think if you look around, you see a lot of people who are salty. I could go down a list here. I could roll down through Jeff Klein and and uh, Brett White and I, Randy. I could run down a list of good salty folks that are in here. But we're running around fellowshipping with a bunch of Christians who are good for nothing. The Bible says, not me. Amen. So we're going to have to make a decision. Are you going to ride out? Are you going to ride it out? The bumpy ride waiting on the rapture bus. Or are you going to go down standing up? Which one are we going to do? Because that's that's really the really where we are. And I'll be honest. Um, I, I don't want listen. I don't even want to. I don't even want to live if I'm going to watch America teach my young grandkids sodomy. I don't even want. I don't want to live to see it. If there isn't anything I can do about it, help get me out of here. I, I, I don't want to do it. And then we get this. We get this baloney going on in, in the churches. Where pastors accept it because we're supposed to love, love, just love everybody. Just love, just show them the love, brother. Just show them the love. No, 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 no. No, that dude is out banging other dudes. I ain't showing him no love. Is, is that okay to say that? Is that okay to say that or not? Because see, they lied to us. I pull up the pull up pull up the Plato email real quick, Spencer. I don't know how I got I got on this homo thing the last couple of days. Because you, you understand how strong they're pushing this on us? It should be an email, a standalone email sent. Spence, forward it to you. Let me see if I, maybe I did. It says, more history like that. Huh? huh? Now, this goes down through history. I can't even, I don't even know who these guys are. Plato said regarding uh, homosexuality, it's contrary to nature. That was the Republic. I, I don't know whether I should work from the bottom or up. Plato was before Aristotle. Xenophon, I don't even know some of these guys, right? He says an attraction to a boy's beauty is an abomination. Huh? Alexander said, you foulest of all men. Tell me when you have ever seen me involved in such dirty business. The next dude, I don't even know these guys. They have no sense of, they're, they're given to unnatural lust. So folks, this just didn't start happening yesterday. They have no sense of shame. To be lewd and pay for such acts is typical of an unchaste and uneducated person against Timarchus, Tamar- BC 1, AD 136. Others become bestial because of habit. For instance, men who take pleasure in having sexual intercourse with males. That was Aristotle. This just didn't, this just didn't pop out of the closet 30 years ago. And now all of a sudden it's a perversion. It's a it's a it's a it's a demonic perversion that the church refused to be salt and light against. Somebody say amen, so I know I got a friend in here. Right? And if you don't think amen. amen, if you don't see this, the sexual revolution, by golly, the 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 uh the deviant sexual revolution. As a frontal assault on Christianity, I don't even know what the hell to tell you. Boom. Love them, love them, love them, accept them. In fact, put them in the freaking pulpit, right? Let them sing songs to us. Huh? Let, let them service communion. Are, are, you, are you kidding me? Because people will say, well, coach, Jesus never said anything about homosexuality. I said, no, I know you didn't say anything about masturbation either, I don't think. In fact, I don't even think he mentioned wife beating. Did Jesus, anybody know where Jesus mentioned wife beating? Could it have been that homosexuality was so abominable? He didn't, why, why would he even talk about that? Why would he even talk about that? Huh? 
and day. You think bestiality is that far down the road, friends? Hmm? Once you let that beast, that sexual beast loose in a man, you think you think animal sex is that far down the road? Oh, come on, you're more you're more grown up than that, aren't you? You see where this whole thing's oh Lord, the rapture is out of here, Lord. Makes me want to barf. Makes me want to barf. When the Lord rapture raptures me out of here, I want to have a weapon in both hands. That's that's the way I want to go out. I don't want to be laying in my bed, sleeping, covering up from the warm, hoping nobody even knows where I live. I'm not, I'm, you can live like that. I'm going to live like that. If you can't see the federal government's doing everything they can, if you can't see the Luciferian <clears throat> agenda, you, you know that you know why they're you know why they're arresting those guys at J six, huh? Because they're Christians. They're Christians. They got to get rid of them, right? See, it's the Christians. There's these guys of the Luciferians. They're smart enough to know that. Boy, if these Christians ever wake up, we're in trouble. <laughs> Boy, if they ever get awake, so we can't let them get awake. So what are we going to do? Let's go and arrest their leaders. Let's go arrest their leaders. If we arrest their leaders, the rest of the people will be so cowardly that they'll never get involved with it. And then we can cram homosex right down that, well, whatever. Huh? We can put it in their schools. We can put it in their movies. We can put it on their TV. We can put it in their advertisements. We can put it everywhere and Satan will be laughing because why? It's nothing more than the perversion of a man created in the image of God. It is Satan committing sodomy on Almighty God. That's what it is. That's all. That's all it is. Satan said, "Oh yeah, take that, huh? Salt, huh? Huh? Lord, you had salt. Oh, look at this guy over here. Look at this pastor guy here. Right, look at this." Fame, hey, hey, uh, hey, God, hey, God, look at this famous uh, Christian music singer, huh? Hey, God, she's performing a wedding for her two lesbians. Ah, gotcha, right? That's all, that's all that's going on. And we're too stupid to understand that it's the fear of God that drives us to repent. We don't, we don't, we're not afraid of God. Not afraid. That was a 17 minute rant. I got more to show you. More. I gotta get. I got stuff. I gotta get done. Friends, listen, will you get over it that it's about love? You you better ask yourself this. We all better ask ourselves. Do I love the homosexual? I don't even know them. Do I have a a concern for them? Of course I have a concern for them. But I'm not going to allow my concern for them to leave my grandson open to their attack. What is wrong with us? So now standing up and protecting my grandchildren is hate. That's hate now. When Jesus said it'd be better for you, put a millstone around your neck and throw yourself in the deepest part of the ocean than to let them teach your grandson that homosex is normal. It'd be better for you to commit commit suicide. And the church, the church is so fluffy and loving and so, dare I say it, good for nothing. I get it. I get it. See, we don't understand spiritual warfare. We don't, we don't understand how Satan attacks. We don't understand. The Bible says not, we're not to be ignorant of his devices, and we don't even freaking know he has devices. We don't, we don't have any idea. And there's nothing more that the devil would love to do than to steal your children and your grandchildren and those around. He'd like to sneak right into your Christian home and turn your Christian home upside down, and you ain't even got a feel for it. You have no idea because you're going to some fluffy church that telling you love, 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 everything's good, I'm okay, you're okay, financial blessings, Jesus loves everybody. See, the devil tells us in Jude has crept in unaware. What's he taking over? All those seven mountains we just talked about. You do know you do know there's about seven different versions of Christianity out there, don't you? Huh? You know that, and you do know that Jesus said, "Not all those who say to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom." You do know that. You do know that Jesus said, "Broad is the way, narrow is the gate. Many come, few get in there, dude. Few get in there. Hey, if you're in Broadway, if you're in Broadway, chances are pretty good you're missing High Street. That's what I would say. If you're on Broadway, you're missing High Street. High, higher street." No wonder, no wonder pastors hate me. I'm just telling them the truth. I'm telling you the truth too. Gonna to stand before I'm gonna stand before the Lord. All this mess going on, and I'm gonna tell the Lord, well, Lord, I preached about finances. I I I did your word. I I preached about loving people and I and and I, I preached about how you can have better finances and how you can be good stewards of your money. I preached I preached on that, Lord. 
He says, are you kidding me? The devil's coming in the back door and eating up all the young kids and you're talking about prosperity? What? That's the way I see it. Because when I was a football coach, still am, I guess, I just don't have a team. When I was a football coach, there was nothing that frustrated me more than seeing a guy not do his job. Because it let us all down. If the right guard didn't block his man, he's right. the right guard's right in the middle, right in the middle of the line. If he didn't block his man, the play doesn't work. It screws up everybody else's effort. And I, I couldn't I couldn't call the guy over and say, why didn't you block him? Why didn't you block him and have him say, well, you know, coach, I've been beating up on him pretty hard. He's been having a rough night. And I, I want him to see that we're loving. And I mean, it's, it's like, what? We're in war, friends. We're in war. We're not only in a war. The war has so ramped up. And you look at uh, what's going on with Twitter and Twatter and Twitter and Twimmer. We're finding out that Lucifer, the left, Lucifer, is running our government, running every aspect of our government. That's what Twitter's shown us. The government, huh? Twitter working hand in hand with the FBI to make sure that Donald Trump didn't get elected president. But it wasn't about Donald Trump, friends. It was about you. That's what he's been telling. That's what Trump always said. It's not about me. They're after, they're after you. And Donald Trump was going to try to do everything he could with all his scars, with all his pimples, do everything he could to make religious liberty legal again. That's what I think he was. I think he was. I think he was trying to stand up and maybe make America great again. He was trying to. I think he was. And I think he was trying to make America great again by giving free speech and religious liberties and all that. And so what did what did the government do? What did when Twitter, what did the government do? The government infiltrated all of these Facebook. We know they did it in Facebook. We know they did it on all of them. They went in and they took control of all of it and they censored those of us who stand up for truth, justice in the American way. They censored us. That's a that's, that's treason at its highest level. Treason. So now we know what we're dealing with. And should you be surprised if the FBI pulls into your house, knocks on your door, held it? They're the other team. <laughs> They're the, the other team. They got to they gotta get the Christian influencers out of the way. They just want the sheeple. If they can just get the sheeple. Satan thinks we can win. We just get the people. The sheep. We got to get those leaders. We can get those leaders out of there. Rest of the people fall in line. We'll give them a guaranteed monthly income. We'll give them some sugar and some treats. We'll have them hooked by that. And it's all about Satan sitting over the corner laughing at God. And what are we doing? While they're laughing at God, we're praying, Daddy, get us out of here. Please, Daddy, get us out of here. Makes me want to gag. Myra, you're supposed to pray us in. I'm sorry we're halfway through here. We haven't prayed in yet. Mel, I'll get you right in here then. Thank you, Coach. Good morning, and thank you so much for preaching. We need it. Uh, The reading today is going to be from Philippians 3, 13 through 16. Okay, it is written. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Just one thing. We would get up, we would get somewhere if we all did just one thing. Instead of doing 15 different things. I say that to my wife all the time. (laughs) You weigh yourself out because you're doing 40 different things. Paul said, this one thing I do. What's the one thing he does, Betty? Or, uh. I'm not Betty Meyer. What's the one thing he does? Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching yep. forth unto those things which are before. That's the one thing he does. <laughs> huh? Forgets all the mistakes in the past. That's it. Stop. Enough of that crap. I'm going forward now. Go ahead. I press toward the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So the high calling of God in Christ Jesus is a prize? What? 
I thought the rapture was the prize. You mean the high calling of God to stand up for him here and now? That's a high calling? That's a prize? Go on. Yes, coach. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, but thus minded and no, let's, in let's, let's more of us think this way. Let us, there's many who are, who are like-minded. Huh? Anybody else out there like-minded? Myra's taking notes. Come on, Myra, let's go here. <laughs> yes. God shall See, remember, reveal. You have to ask questions as you read the Bible. Go. Yes. God shall reveal even these unto you. Nevertheless, whereto we have already attained, let us walk by same rule, let us mind the same thing. Holy Spirit, we thank you because you already have been with us at Coach Dave Huddle this morning, and we open our hearts to you. And we thank you for having released anointing that is within us, the anointing that destroys the power of evil in Jesus' name. Amen. We don't believe that, though. We don't believe that it's the anointing that destroys the power of evil. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke, the Bible says. It's the anointing. It's the anointing that, it's the anointing that stills the avenger. That's what it is. <clears throat> we all should look forward to that, our opportunity to be in that courtroom. And to testify the truth of Jesus Christ to that audience. We ought to all look forward to that. That shouldn't be something we're afraid of. It's an opportunity. It's what is it? Surprise. Surprise of the high calling. Surprise. <clears throat> Go ahead, Mel. I got my letters out yesterday, Mel. I got my letters out. I did too. All of them. Hey, Spencer, can you pull up the Liberty Action Network page? And I, I, said, I, 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 I printed off some extras and got some other people to sign them. That awesome. might be a good idea. That's Remember, great. just make it really, really simple. Make it really simple. Just write down on a piece of paper, say, I uh, please hear the Brunson case. Please hear the Brunson I just send it. Hey, Spencer, scroll down to the bottom, if you would, like to where it says the steps and shows the picture. So with this action, we have a unique opportunity to hold our officials um, to their oath of office. And, you know, my question is, why have an oath of office if we're not going <laughs> to enforce it and hold them to that? So this action is, um, oh, this case, excuse me, is it, they've named 385 federal um, government officials and but, you know, through my experience recently, we see that the state and local governments aren't, aren't following their oath of office either. So um, this could set a real big precedent. So what do we do? You know, this is a simple action to support and, and to show the Supreme Court that we want this case heard. It could set a precedent that could ripple down through all the levels of government. So um, it's a let me jump in here quick. Mel, can I pat myself on the back? Isn't this what I've been saying we need to do locally? Bunch of people show up at school boards. Bunch of people write letters. Isn't this what I've been saying that we need to do? Maybe this is the Lord breathing on us. Go ahead, Mel. Yeah. So um, anyway, it's a simple action. You, um, you know, Tracy did her letters. She took a picture and she put it on Facebook. So I think that's a great action too. You know, do your letters you know, print extras, you know, do them for your family, you know, pass them out to your family, share them with your friends, post it on social media, create a buzz. You remember like the- hey, wait a minute, Mel, 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 wait a minute, Mel. Listen, here's what I decided. I decided I wasn't going to pray. I wasn't going to send any letters. I was just going to pray that others would. <laughs> Anybody want to no. join me in that? I'm not going to, I'm not going to do my own letters. I'm just going to pray that others will send letters. Anybody want to join me on that? That's what, that's how we fight, isn't it? Yeah. So, so anyway, gonna, we need to get I'm, I'm busy. In bad, on... I'm in a bad mood this morning, Mel. I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> we need to get busy on this. Um, they're going to hear the case to, to decide whether to take it or not on January the 6th. So, um, you know, we need to get rolling on this. It's a simple action. So let's get busy and do it. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Come on in, Janine. Then um, Mike McKee, then Mary Beth. You guys can see the list, I think. Go ahead. Go ahead, Janine. Um, 
I, I just love the, the rant that you went on the first 17 minutes or so. <laughs> the, but, but here's the thing. We as, as the salt don't know our word. We keep saying, but it, when everything else fails, but every knee is going to bow in, and to Jesus Christ. Excuse me. No, they aren't. The Bible says every knee will bow, those that are his. But when he comes back and, you, and what you showed up on the screen, does it look like they're bowing their knee? When Christ comes back, they've got their fists in the air. They want to overcome him. And That's what right. does he do? By the brightness of his coming, he destroys them. Did they have a chance to bow their knee? No, we've got to quit saying that every knee is going to bow because it's not. Only those that love the Lord are going to bow their knee to him. Amen. They're all going to know he's king of kings. You would agree with that, Janine. They're all going to know he was king of kings. Amen. Hey, coach. Yeah. Scripture scripture also says all that go down to the dust shall bow before him. See, either Mm. they they do it willingly and serve him or they'll go down to the dust and then they'll be doing it. Amen. They're going to for sure. Mike, come on in. Amen. Hey, Coach, uh, the seven mountains of a, uh, societal influence reminded me immediately of the Communist Manifesto. And if well, you, I got, you won't believe that. Communist yeah. Manifesto, there's where you'll find all those plays that you would appreciate as a coach. They're so the Communist them. Manifesto is the devil's playbook against the Bible. That's oh, Come on! Hey, by the way, Spencer, do me a favor. Uh Put in the chat that uh, thing that you just found on the Seven Mountains, because I'm going to use that. I, I need that link. You can email or whatever. I need that link, though, okay? Make sure I get that link. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Mary Beth. So, hey, listen, folks, some of you are on delay, so go ahead and unmute yourself. Mary Beth, then Deanna, then I think Randy and Jeff, then we'll be okay. But uh, there's a little bit of delay with some of you. If you're listening on some other platform other than Coach Dave Live. So, um, uh, Deanna, go ahead and open up your microphone, too. So, so go ahead, Mary Beth. Deanna, you ready to go? I'm ready, sir. Can you hear me? Yes. I, I found out a few days ago that so-called President Zelensky from Ukraine is in D.C. today to address our congressional officials in regards to more funding. Pick, pick in our and pocket. Now, folks, Deanna, listen, I, I didn't mean to ju- I'll let you finish. Let me say this, and I'll let you finish. Okay. Hey, folks, Ukraine is a money laundering uh, operation. Yes, That's all it is. Go, yes, ahead, go ahead, Deanna. And, and what got me, I, I belong to Twitter since like 2009. I never used it, never understood it, didn't take the time to figure it out. After Musk purchased it, I got on there, been on there. That son of a gun, that Lazinski is on there on Twitter saying exactly where he is, that he is in D.C. to address. And I'm like, I always thought high profile officials kind of kept their locations and stuff on a down low. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. There's something going on here that I'm not seeing. Well, it's the Luciferians are in control of our government. And first of all, they know that they send the money to Ukraine. It never ends up in Ukraine. It's back-channeled money, comes back to them, to those that are influencing them. That's what's going on. Amen. That's exactly what's going on. And we've got Christians who are supporting the Ukraine. Now, listen, I understand there are Christians in Ukraine who are being persecuted. I want you to know this. There are Christians in Russia being being uh, correct. Yes, yeah. right. And Zelensky's so a Nazi backer. He's an oh, I, I got a video I could show. I'm not going to do it. Bless you, Deanna. Randy, come yeah, on in. Thank you, sir. Coach, you think it's accidental that this uh, hearing is going to be on January sixth? <laughs> Amazing, huh? No, Coach. I don't find it. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. They're, I think the, the the conservative side of the Supreme Court's they're they're trying to to they're trying to control. They are controlling that. I don't know if anybody knows it, but they are. But I know I know we're we not we're not at their. It's God's bigger than they are. I understand that. But Coach, we need to speak. We need to start speaking <laughs> what God's speaking. 
what God is saying. And, and instead of saying, oh, it's not going to work, it's everything's going to fall apart, all that. You're right on, but what we what God is doing is what we need to be speaking. So even if we don't know, Coach, we ought to be going, Lord, bring down our wicked government, bring down all of our wicked yes. three-letter agencies, get rid of them, to annihilate them. You know, we need to be speaking these things instead of just Randy, sitting back if, writing. And just if our writing. government, if our government is working for Lucifer, and there are going to be peoples whose souls are at risk, bring down that freaking government. That's what I say. Yeah. That's that's what I say. Unrighteous government will never produce righteous men. And it'll never happen. Unrighteous education will never produce righteous children. It'll never it won't it won't do it, friends. A a, a education without salt will not produce Christianity. Sorry, it just ain't gonna do it. Ain't gonna do it. And you know who hadn't figured it out? Us, those of us who are the salt of the earth, we haven't figured it out. We listen to Washington, DC. And our six-foot icicle sold-out Presbyterian pastor. That's where I see it. Ju- uh, Jeff and Julie. Coach got a phone call last night right before church in the garage. And guess who it was? The writer, the whatever he is there for Knox Pages. He said, JC, did you see the story? I said, yeah, I seen it. So he did that interview about the dress on the second grader with that woman that sent him. So they're com- they're going to be coming. So January twelfth, they're coming. So he asked me, "So are you coming back to the meeting next month?" I mean, I've been doing this sixteen months. I said, "Well, yes. Why would I go away now? Are you bringing all them people with you?" I said, "I don't know who's going to show." I said, "But I'll be there." I said, "We're coming." So January twelfth, they're going back into the next school board meeting, East Knox. Anybody close? Yep, let's Come do on. it. I'm going to contact. I'm going to contact each one of the churches in that school district. There's like nine of them. I'm going to go personally to each church. Let's finish. Let's finish the job. Let's finish the job. Bless you, Jeff. Julie, come on in. Then Paul. Uh, why can't Amy Grant see, see Leviticus 18, 21 through 26? Because right she there. makes a lot of money. She, she makes a lot of money by singing about the loving, caring uh, Jesus in churches. And she's, she believes that. She believes that crap. See, she believes that crap. Has Amy Grant ever sung a song about uh, 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 the killing of unborn children? Maybe she has. I don't think so. I don't think she has. No, her sales will go down, I think. I don't know Amy Grant. I don't know Amy Grant. What kind of Christian would ever think homosex marriage is okay? What kind of Christian would ever think that? Huh? I know she loves her niece. She loves her niece. Honey, listen, I love you so much. I'm going to tell you this. I love you so much. I'm not going to have anything to do with the unfruitful works of darkness. I won't be at your wedding. I can't support it. That's what that's what a loving aunt would do. Paul. It seems like medicine kind of crosses uh, over all those uh, mountains of influence. Religion, certainly uh, entertainment, uh, certainly business, and certainly government. What an evil construct medicine has been. All of it, Paul. Every one of the institutions. Spencer, throw that back up there. I'm there. I'm, there he is. There, there they are, folks. They're the they're the great influencers right there. And the number one influencer is religion. And religion has been Jude. Evil men have crept in unaware. Pull that up real quick for me, Spence. Jude, Book of Jude. I mean, it's it's right in front. Of, I don't. People say uh, Bible says that I believe it. That settles it. No, you don't. No, you don't believe that. Huh? Beloved, when I gave, verse 3, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write to you the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith, man. You better get out there and fight for the faith, which was once delivered to the saints. But there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this con, ordained, selected by the devil to do this job. Ungodly men turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness. Hey, Spencer, pull up Mr. Webster. What is lasciviousness? I bet this has to do with sexual. I'm not sure. I bet it has to do with some type of sexual behavior. Let's see if it does. Lascivious. Looseness. Irregular indulgence of animal desire. Do you think he's talking about sex there, maybe? Boom. Tendency to excite lust. 
and promote irregular indulgences. Well, Spencer, what's an indulgence? What's an indulgence? Because they're doing irregular indulgences. Why? It's gratification as the indulgence of lust or of appetite. Favor granted, liberality, gratification. So they get their lustful urges satisfied. That's indulgent. Go back, go back to Jude. Go back to Jude. Huh? Certain men crept in unaware who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men who turned the grace of our God into animal sexual behavior, same-sex marriages, uh, sodomy. And when they did that, they denied the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. And these evil men crept in unaware and married them and told us to love them and accept them. Boom. Next, huh? Next, uh, you think, look, you grown. You guys are grown up, right? You guys are, you know that you're doing maps? Map, you know what a map is? You guys know what a map is? A minor attracted person. Minor attracted person. What do we used to call people who were minor attracted persons? Anybody know what we used to call them? Pedophiles. Pedophiles. See, change the words, change the word, world. So how about uh, apps? Maybe that would that be it. Apps. Animal attracted persons. That would be next, wouldn't it? Animal attract. Why not? Who are you to judge? Huh? Jesus loves me. Jesus made me this way. Jesus made me want to have sex with men. Jesus made me fall in love with my poodle. You laugh. Where do we draw the line? And who's going to draw the line? Our elected officials, they're going to draw the line when they're engaging in the same behavior. God, no wonder people hate this show. Not you guys. No one, no wonder. You come knocking on my door, I'll know why. I'll know why for sure. I'm looking at my list over here. I'm not looking away from this. What the heck? Where do, where do I go? go? Go to mom as a cat. Go to mom as a cat. Did you guys see this one? Huh? You say, Coach, this is ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Well, folks, look. If you're going, if the cat, sorry, has got your tongue. If you're afraid of speaking the truth because others are going to get upset, we will never, ever be the salt of the earth. That's what I tell you regularly. We're the salt of the earth. We're not the sugar of the earth. The words out of your mouth sometimes are going to cause harm. And the words coming out of your mouth sometimes will hurt people. But the words coming out of your mouth are the words of the Bible and the words of our Lord. And if the words are what offend them, they're the ones that have the problem, not us. Come on. Go ahead and play this. Legendary. Mom comes out in a cat costume at a school board meeting. See, Graham? Hello, my name is Lindsey Graham, and I am a cat. Meow, meow. I'm not a woman dressed as a cat. I am a cat. By show of hands, I'm curious uh, how many of you believe and confess that I'm a cat? Great. I am, by show of hands, I'm curious how many of you believe that your child or a child from this school would believe that I'm actually a cat? No one. You are right. Why? Because you are not stupid, and these children are not stupid. Truth prevails over imagination. Reality exists. Discernment is innate and something we are biologically wired to have. One look at me, and you know this to be true. I am a woman posing as a cat. You may also think correctly that if I truly believe I'm a cat, I have a mental disorder. If I suffer from a mental disorder, and if I'm unable to discern reality, am I safe to be around children? Would you put me in charge of making critical decisions about the safety and well-being of children? And about the direction of their education when I cannot even discern truth from fiction. Confession. I'm not actually a cat, guys, just because I say I am. You've not agreed to or committed to addressing me as a cat simply because I demand it. No tail, whiskers, or outfit makes me a cat. Just like no lipstick, high heels, or long hair makes him a man, a woman. It is just as biologically impossible for me to become a cat as it is for a man to be a woman. And you have one job as members of this school board, and it's defined as this. School board members are responsible for broad, 
forward-thinking, minute analysis, and decisive action in all areas that affect students and staff in their schools. I ask you, do you believe that the actions of a grown man playing dress-up as a woman affects the students and staff positively or negatively? A public school is not the place for social experiments in altered realities or gender ideologies. It is not the place to celebrate a grown man with a mental illness, dressing as a woman, and teaching kids lies. Children come to school to learn facts and truths about reality, including unchanging biological truths about science and nature, not to learn that they can change biological realities and become anything they want in the name of diversity. What you're actually doing is worse than just lying to our kids. You're forcing them to be participants in your lie, in your charade. You're forcing them to deny what they see with their eyes, and you're forcing them to speak lies. I ask you again, am I a cat? And if you say no, then the mindset must be aligned with your discernment across the board. By allowing a falsity to be displayed and paraded around the school, you teach children that truth is not existent, facts are not real, and biology is a lie. You fail at your job, your only job, by confusing children and teaching them untruths and to coddle a grown man playing dress-up as a woman. If you were to address me as a cat right now, it's as ridiculous as when you say Miss Bixler and a grown man's voice comes thundering over this. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Ba-boom. Perfect. Now, here's the thing. Look at the people in the background who agree with her. See, we're talking about what is really and truly the mainstream position, but we will not raise our voices because we've been taught it is not Christian. See, this guy here, how old are you, Davey? Seven. Seven years old. They're going to play hell getting to him. I'm giving you a fair warning. You're going to play hell getting to this guy. He's a knight, aren't you, Dave? What do, what do men do, David? They protect women. They protect women. That's what men do. Amen. Come on in, Paul Webb. Hey, Coach, uh, two things. Number one, um, it's not about education. It's about indoctrination. It is, for sure. And and then the thing is, with those seven mounts that you read earlier, we at one point had those mountains. We were involved in a lot of that stuff. We own them all. You're right. Huh? Hey, I mean, Dave, you hey Paul, at, anybody remember the PG ratings? G, PG, R. Right. Remember those? They went out the window. By the way, well, they had, that was that was the religious community that demanded those ratings. Right. They had a board that the Hollywood executives would go to to show movies and say, "Is this scriptural or is this biblical?" Or and they would. And a lot of times, you know, they weren't necessarily believers, but they had a respect for God. That's right. But then what the world is, because the world is, I mean, the devil's not scared of churches having revival, because if all you're going to be is an usher, greeter, deacon, all that, you're not really affecting anything. But if you decide you want to get up out You're the salt of the church, not the salt of the world, right? You're the salt of the church. Exactly. You come in there and play church, right? Hey, real real quickly, thanks, Paul. Real quickly, pull up uh, Kirk Cameron. Just so you guys know, I'm not making this up. Kirk Cameron, you guys know who he is, right? You know, Kirk Cameron's written a children's book, and he wanted to go read it at the library, and they won't let him do it. Just go ahead and play about just play about three minutes of this real quick. Put it on one point as you grow, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But the book is actually at the center of a lot of headlines right now. You are at the center of a lot of headlines. You basically, and correct me if I'm wrong, Brave Books, the publisher, you guys reached out to numerous libraries, over 50 libraries around the country, because you wanted to go and read the book and share the book with the community, and nobody got back to you, or they said no. Is that accurate? Well, it's it's important to to, to frame this um, that we reached out to many libraries around the country with my book, which is about biblical wisdom and teaching children how to grow the fruit of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self control. You would think that public libraries would be thrilled for a book that would teach these virtues to children. And we were denied by over 50 woke libraries that have hosted drag queen story hours. And one of them was in uh, Scarsdale, if I think I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah. And well, they, they can said that they were not willing to. Hey, folks, the devil runs the libraries. The devil does. So is the devil going to let Christian books in there? No, they got drag queens in there, right? Why? Because that's their agenda. That's their God. That's what they support. By the way, don't you pay for those libraries? Don't they take taxes out? I think, pretty sure, they're publicly funded. But censored. Boy, Twitter's showing us a lot. Come on in, Clay, and then, then Jim, James J. 
coaches uh, as bold way, as that. David's got, David's got a hat on. I don't want you guys to think he's, he's got, a hat, got a hat on. Go ahead. As bold as that, that woman was to get up there and, you know, in, in her cat costume and all, you know, that's awesome and everything. But the problem is uh, the, the people that are manipulating us are, are probably laughing at us because of what we're dealing with and what we're coming up against and what we're having to fight. They're sitting here saying, look, yeah, Clay, look. you think they're afraid of us? No, no. And they're sitting there. They're sitting there saying, look at what the, look at what we've got them. We got them chasing their tails and fighting over dressing up like cats in schools instead of what's really, really, really important in this world, like paying our taxes and having our freedoms and everything. And they've got us diverted on concentrating our energies on silly stuff like people dressing up like cats and, and, and drag queens and stuff. This is, this is serious stuff, folks. They, they really got us uh, way down the road on, on. <laughs> We're on defense. Would you say that Clay? They got us playing defense, don't they? Huh? They, they run, they run the, the drag queen play and get us all focused on that. And by golly, then they run another play. They run a different play, right? Exactly right. Oh, we got to go fight that one. Just, we're just thumbs in the dike. We just, we're, right, we're just out of thumbs. We're out of thumbs. Uh, our backs getting pushed against the wall. This is going to be awesome. Cause look, are you ready? Some persecution coming for some of you. You're not going to be able to hide from it. Uh, you're not going to, hey, sooner you get up, and uh, get out your water hose and start squirting them so they don't get closer to your house, the better it's going to be. You better start squirting now. You better start squirting that water hose now because they're coming. Jim, come on in. And then Mike. Coach uh, Kirk did get acceptance into two libraries in New York City and Indianapolis. Can you believe that he had to fight to get accepted to come in and read a, a book on the fruits of the spirit? Don't they call that censorship? I wonder if the FBI is involved there, Jim. What do you think? I'd say they. I'd say they. I'd say they are. Mike McKee, come on in, Coach. I just suddenly lost my thought here, but uh, what happens? Getting back to uh, what you just said about uh, this. Uh, oh, that's a senior moment I'm having here. Yeah. Well, store that away. It'll come back to you. It'll come back to you. Pull up a, a rum bottle and rumble. Pull that up for me. I like uh, I, I like um, Matt Tuella. I like Matt Tuella. And uh, this is a video that Matt Tuella, uh produced. The fight for our very lives. Put it at 1.5 speed if you can. And go up and play it. We, hey, look. Are you guys looking at me? <clears throat> We're going to look back on the early 20s and realize that this was, in fact, the apex. This was the most important moment in this spiritual, cultural battle we're fighting right now. Do you know Do you know that probably um, a year from now, maybe two years from now, maybe, going to be a lot of people you know that are dead? You know that, don't you? You know, yeah, have, you, have you reasoned that yet? Have you guys reasoned that in your heart? I just saw Franco Harris died. Franco Harris, the Immaculate Reception. Franklin O'Harris dropped over dead. Wow. Franklin O'Harris. Go ahead, play it. This Christmas, be thankful for your family. Many are grieving during this time. Tens of thousands have lost their loved ones to the hospitals. COVID My name program. is Katrina Karen Mueller, and I represent the Amos Center for Justice and Liberty. And uh, I think a lot of you know that are here, maybe not everybody that will see this online, um, that I've been representing um, Alan Gall, uh, who is to my right, and he is, uh, or he has been, um, the healthcare power of attorney for his uncle, John Zingzheim, who is over here, and right now he is in a wheelchair, and um, we're very, very happy to have him here. Yes. The case... Um, that we're here to talk about is Gall v. Aurora Summit Hospital, and the hospital is behind us. Inst- medical institutions have been killing people for profit is the is the subtitle on top of it. So you can see it. Please reference the testimonies of loved ones in our descriptions below. There's people protesting. 
I know that the Lord will maintain the cause of the afflicted and the justice for the poor. Surely the righteous shall give thanks to your name. The, the upright shall dwell in your presence. Lord, we have so much to repent of as a nation. As we have impugned your law. A nation can enter to shed innocent blood. Repentance by the church is necessary. Aurora, they tried to kill me. They put me on multiple different drugs that were uh, unproven at the time, and they wouldn't allow me to take um, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine to uh, get myself better. And I have since taken them this, this summer, and I can tell you they work. So for all you people out there that are fighting this, continue the good fight. Do not stop. Um, we, we will get to the bottom of this, and we will overcome this evil. Thank you. The church must protect and help the grieving and the wounded. The Lord will never leave nor forsake you. Pray for Honestly, this lady who's now widowed. Uh, the church, the Lord, his arms wrapped around our family in ways that we just never saw, never felt. He's there, he's walking with us. I believe that he is just the verse that he's holding our right hand, guiding us through this. And um, it's our hope every day that I can raise the rest of my children with the Lord. Warriors are needing the battle. Men, now is the time to step up and lead. By the way, st- stop a second. You can stop that. I don't know if I did uh, I got to find it and put it in the chat. Tom Renz did the most unbelievable interview with, uh, was it Greg Hunter? Oh, my God. I can't believe I don't know. I'll find it here. I'll find it here. But let me tell you something. I think it was Joseph Stalin who said, the death of one is a tragedy. The death of a million is a statistic. That's what we're dealing with, isn't it? Statistics. Dealing with statistics when individual people are dealing with tragedies, murders. Do you understand this? You got guys do have you really, really embraced the idea that our government is promoting the murder of people? Do you understand that? It's hard, that's a hard pill to swallow, isn't it? But if you're the salt of the earth, you'll say that. Calling in Judah, I'm looking I'm gonna look for this real quick. Go ahead, Judah. Yeah, uh, if you can put in the chat, uh, Tom Rince's um, talk. Unbelievable, man. It's absolutely a must-share with all your family. Um, He is coming after them. Pray for him. Donate to him. And um, it is truly remarkable to see a man who's grounded in God and uh, who's taking offense and not defense. He said they have all the evidence. They have all the evidence. Tom, Tom uh, Brent says they have all the evidence. I'm looking all forward here. And witnesses. And witnesses. The people that, that uh, whistleblowers are sending him information daily of what's going on in the hospitals and what the doctors have done. And the, the working together of the government Fauci screw with the medical system to kill people. They have it all, he said. They have it all. And the, and the companies. You know which one. And the companies. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Dang, God, I can't believe I don't have that. That was one of the main things I was going to show us today. Come on in, Mike. I'm sorry. Good to see you, Judy. Thanks. That's not it. I'm still looking. Yeah, Coach. Uh, war is talking about Zelensky and Ukraine. War is profitable. And these people know it. That's the profit. Well, you talk about it's just a slush fund or a way to launder money. But also, there is a movement now to get uh, Latin radio stations uh, bought up <coughs> by people, you know, start influencing them more than they have been. So we get this whole, this, this is the Lord's day to come together and start fighting against those that are fighting against us. Well, here's what, here's what they're worried about. They know... Many of us are awakening. They understand it. They cannot put this genie back in the bottle. That's what they're worried about. Ohio Brett, go. Hey, Coach, one of the things you started with the Christian Revolution, when Tom Renz needed it the most at the very beginning, $20,000 checks four months in a row. He is one of the pillars of the ChristianRevolution.net with lawfare. And we recently added the Pastor Defense Fund. This doesn't go away, folks. Who's funny good? Uh, nobody. <laughs> That's pretty much what it comes down. We are. We are. I'm with you, Brett. We are. But see, we have to understand the the magnet. We don't understand the magnitude of the of the war. 
See, this is this is a war. If they bring down America, they bring it all down, baby. They bring it all down. And Dr. Sherry Tinpenny and some of the others that I'm talking to said, "Listen, we're gonna you wait. You wait a year from now and see the impact of these vaccinations and another round coming, right?" And what what do we see happening? The church being part of it. The church not even standing up and pushing back against a clearly Luciferian government. Folks, open your mouth, speak the truth, pass the salt, spread the light, shine the light on truth. The only thing that's going to make us free. See you tomorrow. Amen.